0: Hello, everyone. I'm Mark Fearborn with the Washburn Review, and you're tuning in to today's podcast. Right now, we are covering the Washburn Student Government Association's 2017 President and Vice President election. That is a mouthful. I'm here with uh, Zach Surrett and Jim Henry of the Surrett henry Campaign. Guys, how are you doing? Good to have you here. Doing okay. great. Good to have you. All right. So um, I want to start off by asking you guys, how has the campaign trail been treating you so far? Well, it's keeping
1: us busy, that's for sure. Um, But, you know, we're really excited to be able to have the opportunity to meet with a lot of students and a lot of student organizations and administration
2: as well.
0: Glad to hear it. Um, And, you know, are are there any students that, you know, have been reaching out to you talking about the issues, you know, people getting involved?
2: Yeah, uh, there's actually been a lot of students reaching out to us, me specifically. I mean, even when I wear you know, the button off campus, I'll be having conversations with people at fast food joints and Walgreens and stuff like that. They bring it up. And yeah, it's just an open conversation that we've had with a lot of people.
0: Glad to hear it. And of course, I want to thank our listeners for participating in the uh, poll that we had on our debates event page on Facebook. Uh, Thank you all for getting involved with the process and helping us identify some of the issues that uh, needed to be discussed in this year's election. Um, So Uh, Going off of that, actually, guys, uh, are there any issues beyond those in the platform videos that you found you want to address now in addition?
1: Yeah, um, there were a couple of things, and we did touch on them at the beginning and very end of our video. Um, But we went over campus safety, um, but we also like to talk about um, campus accessibility, um, diversity, and open educational resources are a couple of things that we've been going over quite in-depth.
0: Okay, let's hear a little bit about campus
2: accessibility. Yeah, so last semester, Zach was actually part of a resolution that got passed by WSGA that advocated for an accessibility tour on campus. Um, That did get passed, as I said, and we actually did go on the tour as WSGA and other uh, community members on campus. Um, Basically, what we did was we went to every building, every parking lot, inspected the entrances and bathrooms, such, um, and basically... Look to see what fell under ADA standards and what did not. We found a few buildings that are fairly outdated, but um, for the most part, we feel that our campus is pretty accessible. I know we've talked with uh, President Farley about this, and his brother is actually physically handicapped, so it's a point that really hits home with him, and he prides himself on how accessible that uh, Washburn is. I know a couple of things that he brought up were possibly going on a wheelchair tour that he's done in the past where he gets in a wheelchair and goes around campus. Mm-hmm. Uh, also possibly doing some kind of tour where he blindfolds himself and goes across campus. But I think those are things that we can look into. But overall, just trying to improve accessibility as much as we can. We know we're good, but we want to be the best.
0: Gotcha. Well, I'm glad to hear it. And of course, if you
1: you have any other issues you'd like to touch um, on? <clears throat> yeah, um, we've got a couple, of, and I'll try to go over real quick. Um, diversity and inclusion, I think, is a really big thing right now, especially with this uh, the national election campaign that we just got over with. Um, but as far as diversity is involved, you know, we've been reaching out to a lot of multicultural organizations, and we continue to meet with more as the campaign uh, winds down. But we just want to make sure that you know, as a campaign, and hopefully as an administration, we're reaching out to all students on campus, and not just a select few, to make sure everyone has a voice, whether they're involved in Senate or not, and that they're comfortable coming to us with any comments, questions, concerns. Um, but in inclusion, we have been trying to reach out to Washburn Tech and Washburn Law um, to kind of set up meetings with them. We wanna make sure that you know, they're Washburn students as well. We wanna make sure that they're, uh, if not involved, at least making sure that they have the availability of the resources that any other student has on campus. Um, And then finally, open educational resources is something that we've taken pretty seriously and something that this previous administration or the current one, I guess, uh, has taken pretty seriously. And that's um, pretty much, if you already don't know about it, it's just peer-reviewed textbooks that... Students can buy for around the cost of production, which is about twenty dollars. It's estimated to save us about five to seven million dollars over the next ten years, um, and it's actually already going to be implemented in the fall with our WU 101 courses. And so, it'll really be up to the next administration to make sure it's fully implemented to help all students.
0: Well, I'm glad to hear that because I know that college uh, college textbooks are extremely expensive. I mean, uh, they get into the two hundreds at some points, and um, yeah. it would be nice to hear that they're a little bit cheaper on that. Um, So now, as we get back onto the platform videos subject, um, I want to talk about the other campaigns for a moment. Um, After you've looked at the uh, Simmons-Weinkopf and uh, Toothaker-Ariaga campaign platform videos, uh, how do you think that your platforms, uh, you know, uh, communicate, cooperate, coordinate, is that right? That's correct. Um, How does that compare with the other two campaign slogans?
1: Well, um, of course, the Toothaker and Ariaga is Unite, Excite, and Inform. Um, of course, I think that is a great slogan um, with great topics. Um, and, you know, we've actually kind of covered some of those topics in our own campaign speeches. Like I said, diversity and inclusion could fall under Unite, um, Inform. We talked a lot about having informational forums, not only on diversity, uh, but also a couple of issues on campus safety. We want to make sure that our students are informed. Um, and then Excite, uh, I assume that would go for, like, campus involvement, and, um, you know, they are both cheerleaders, so they have a special point of view when it goes to, you know, campus involvement, especially at athletic events, um, and we do congratulate their campaign. I think that it's really great that, you know, as freshmen, they're confident enough to run, um, but as far as slogans goes, you know, we uh, we agree with, you know, all of their slogan points. We just feel that, you know, what sets us, sets us apart is that um, we feel we have the leadership abilities to make sure that those platform points are fully implemented.
0: Gotcha. And how about the simmons Weinkoff campaign slogan? It's simply, you matter.
2: Yeah, I think it's a good, you know, the idea behind it's very good. It makes sense um, what they're trying to do. I think it's basically what we're all trying to do, and that's represent the student body in the best way we possibly can. Uh, Separating ourselves from that, I think our slogan kind of um, involves more than just the students obviously our focus on is on representing them but our slogan really kind of um, includes administration and you know people outside of campus stuff like that we're trying to get a hold of e- the entire Washburn community and bring them together as a whole unite them if you will mm-hmm. um, instead of specifically just talking to the students we want to make sure everyone's involved in the process
0: gotcha alrighty so as we're moving on touching on the introductions of each platform video as well um, I know that you're both WSGA senators currently, um, but how do you think that your experience prior to the election compares with the experience of the members of the other two campaigns?
1: Uh, well, I'll start off here. Um, what we've really been focusing on in our campaign, not uh, and what kind of differs us from other platform videos that we've seen, is that we have put very little focus on, uh, if you'll say the resume of our of our campaign team right um, we've been really focusing on communicating with students and making sure everyone knows what our campaigns about. Um, we would be glad to share our past experiences um, We know that um, Scott and Alexis have had a lot of prior experience not just at Washburn um, in their Greek organizations but also you know Alexis has been very heavily involved at state government level right. um, and I think that a lot of people would compare their experience to ours um, just because we've been so involved. Um, and Jim's been in, you know, multiple different positions in his Greek organization, um, as long as, you know, just being a member of the Washburn community, between working at the rec, um, being a SOC, um, and just, you know, communicating with the student body, whereas, um, you know, I have a special point of view. I went to KU previously, and, you know, it's a big difference from here to now, and, uh, or from then to now, and, you know, I'm really glad that I chose Washburn, but I think that Partly gives me, you know, an outside experience, makes me, you know, more keen to, you know, the differences in, in different state institutions. But also, you know, I was student body president of my high school, so I know how to work with the student body. Um, but then, right after I graduated high school, I was actually on my city council, and I spent about a year on city council, so I know a municipal budget. I'm very uh, familiarized with the process that goes into it. Um, and then I was also an intern for the House of Representatives. Um, and as well as Alexis was an intern as well, um, so I not only just have state experience, I have municipal experience, and I have student body experience. Which, um, as most people know, it, you know, it takes more than just state legislative experience to know what makes up Washburn. Because least of all, we are a state school. Most of all, you know, fifty-eight percent of our funds come from tuition alone. Um, Alexis will say, you know, she's come from Wichita, one of the biggest, if not the biggest, high schools uh, in the state of Kansas. But we feel that you know. I'm a Topeka native, I know the bigger areas, and, and you know, Jim comes from a couple of different uh, larger high schools, so she's not the only one that has the experience that goes along with the student body representation. Of
0: course. And uh, touching on uh, Victoria Tuthiger and Sarah Ariaga, also, I mean, they're also WSGA senators, correct? Correct. Yes. Right. Uh, how would you say that your experience in WSJs compares with theirs, for example?
2: Um, I would say that a lot of our focus has been more on legislation. Um, you see them at a lot of the events and stuff like that, but Zach and I are a lot more focused on you know, the work that goes on behind the closed door. Um, we've been working a lot with the current administration. Like I've said before, and like we said in our platform videos, we've been a part of resolutions on campus accessibility, on mental health awareness, um, things like that, on what we see to be important issues. So I think they've been involved, but not necessarily in every aspect of the student government. Yeah.
1: And their their podcast video did say, you know, um, they have confident leadership abilities, and it's not, that, uh, it's not just leadership experience that counts. And, you know, I would agree with that. But I feel that, you know, what separates our campaign is our vast experience and leadership abilities, as well as knowing, you know, what's realistic and what's not, what we can really get accomplished so that way, you know, everything that we
2: promise we can get done. And just to clarify, I'm not trying to knock them at all. I think uh, what we've done specifically just comes with time. It's just being a part of the organization for a long, long amount of time. That's that's fair to say, of course.
0: Yeah. Alrighty. So now, of course, this is uh, the moment that some of our listeners have been waiting for. Let's get into the issues. Gladly. So uh, as you know, we discussed guns on campus in your platform videos, correct? Um, I want to know, though, how does your approach to guns on campus differ from the Simmons-Weincoff approach, and what makes it more effective?
1: Well, we watched the uh, Simmons-Weincoff platform video, and we were, um, I guess the first word that comes to mind is a little disappointed in the lack of substance that went along with their platform. Um, You know, there was a lot of talk about communication, uh, making sure that, you know, they're aware of the issues, and Alexis specifically said that, you know, she was... um, uniquely educated on the issue because she had had such an extensive amount of time working with the state government as an intern, um, working with the attorney general's office, and now as a lobbyist. But you know, i you know, as WSJ senators, you know, as a former intern myself, you know, we are also keenly aware of the policy that goes into it, not only at the state level but at the university level. Um, but what differs is that you know, if you'll watch our platform video, and hopefully everyone has, um, you'll see that. You know, we actually laid out, this is what our plan is. We've talked with Captain Inos, and he's on board, and so is the Vice President of Student Life, Dr. Grosspitch, and Dr. Farley. Um, We want to see um, an incentivized training program for all people that can conceal and carry. Um, And then we also want to have informational forms for all students to make sure everyone's aware of the state policy, the university policy, and just all safety procedures that go along with making sure everyone's comfortable on
0: campus. Okay. So to follow up on that also... What are your thoughts on the voluntary registrar that she proposed in the platform video? I think
2: it's a good idea, and we would encourage people to register who choose to participate. However, I think that only goes so far, and I don't think that necessarily gets anything done. Um, We've talked about, you know, maybe a student organization coming up for people that want to participate in Conceal and Carry for an organization. However you know, that's not something that we feel is quite necessary on our part. I think what we are really focused on is informing the students on the policy and informing people how to go about it safely.
0: Gotcha. Okay. And uh, moving forward now, of course, uh, how does uh, your policy on guns on campus compare with the toothicker ariaga approach?
1: Okay, I'll talk about that then. Um, you know, everyone kind of Talked about you know campus safety and some general ideas, and I'll kind of reiterate what I said about the um, Weinkop and Simmons platform video. There wasn't a whole lot of, of substance that went along with it. There wasn't a lot of ideas. Um, they did mention safe zones, um, and as WSJ senators, they did have the opportunity to look at the uh, policy that might go through the Washburn Regents. Um, but what I question a little bit is um, how safe zones would work under the state mandate. Um, of course, I've not read the entire thing, but um, I would say that I'm comfortable knowing the, the policy. And um, under it, we can't control where we can allow guns on campus unless there are both adequate security measures, including um, guards and or, um, like I said, electronic uh, metal detectors. So although I think that Safe zones um, are or can be a good idea, um, especially for our situation like in Stouffer Hall with our uh, uh, observatory and our, our magnet. Um, and at Higher Ed Day that we did February 1st, um, we advocated to the uh, not only the House of Representatives but also the Senate that um, they should rework it, I guess I would say, So that way, each university could make their own decision on if they wanted to conceal carry or not, and then they could make their own policy. Under that law, we could have created safe zones, Um, but under this law, we cannot restrict where students can have conceal and carry unless
0: there are adequate security measures under the state mandate. Gotcha. Okay. So as we move into another issue, sexual assault, I want to hear from you guys How does your approach on this issue differ from Simmons-Weincoff or Toothaker ariaga
1: Well, from their videos, especially uh, Toothaker and Ariaga, I'd like to start with first. Um, In their video, uh, they mentioned that we should advocate for a yes-means-yes policy. Um, We would like to point out, though, that um, this was something we talked about also at Higher Ed Day. We're advocating for a yes-means-yes policy statewide. But um, I'd like everyone to know that Washburn already has adopted the yes means yes policy. That's already something that's been enacted here at Washburn, which I think is a great idea. Um, and I hope that we continue to see progress with that. And um, We want to make sure that um, no one's being misleaded to think that that hasn't already happened. Um, but as far as you know, anything else, um, they said that sexual assault, uh, harassment, stalking, all that kind of stuff, it's not going to be tolerated. Um, I'd like to reiterate that, and I I'm not going to say I speak for all the other campaigns, but I feel that everyone else is going to say the same thing. No one's really going to tolerate this kind of uh, uh, behavior. Yeah,
0: I think it goes without saying.
1: Yeah, um, but... Um, they also talked about an active bystander program. That's something that we've been talking about when we meet with organizations and, and talking with students. And we would really like to see an informational forum for students and to create that active bystander program. And this is something that we've talked about with the uh, vice president of student life and with Captain Enos. But um, then, as far as the Simmons Weincoff administration, um, how they're policy on, on sexual assault goes. As far as what we saw in their platform video, it was a lot of statistics they brought up, um, a couple like four-year-old statistics from other states like Utah and Colorado, um, and that was all fine, but there was really no substance. They gave us these statistics, and then they said that to solve these problems, we would incorporate guns on campus, and those are quotes. They would incorporate guns on campus And then they didn't really finish it up. They just kind of said that would help solve the problem by combining the two issues is what I was led to believe. Um, Whereas if you watch our platform video, we, or at least I felt like, we kind of went in depth on both what the university was doing and what we could do as an administration. um, And specifically, you know, what I haven't already said about the active bystander and the informational forms. Uh, The university is also introducing VOCA or Victim of Crime Advocates that's not just specified for sexual assault and sexual harassment, but for all crimes on campus where you can get confidential help that you need um, as a student uh, to, you know, kind of help with the uh, process of reporting these kind of issues just to make sure that everything goes smooth and everything works well with the students.
0: Okay. Alrighty then. Well, moving on Mm -hmm. to campus safety then. How did your approach differ from the other two campaigns?
2: Well, if we want to start off with the simmons Weincoff platform video, I think when it came to campus safety, they just kind of reiterated their points on guns on campus and sexual assault, and then they basically told the students that if they do have any concerns or worries, to contact them on their social media. Um, I think we were a lot more specific on the things that we felt fell under campus safety. You know, we did mention guns and sexual assault um, very briefly, but then we kind of went into, you know, what campus safety means to us
1: Yeah, um, we tried to make sure that, you know, when we talked about the five topics, um, we've always kind of included guns on campus, sexual assault and uh, counseling services or mental health awareness all under the umbrella of campus safety. So um, we didn't go too in-depth with those specific ideas because we did um, in later platform points. But we just wanted to make sure that, um, you know, we went beyond just reiterating our points. We wanted to make sure that, you know, everyone felt that, they were being listened to and that, you know, we're we're really actively listening to the students. Um, And then, yeah. Okay.
0: And uh, how about in comparison with the Toothicker-Ariaga campaign? Did you already answer that? Um, Yeah, it was uh, kind of the same thing. They
1: kind of elaborated more, but we felt that, you know, on most issues we had the most substance, um, as far as our platform videos went, and our platform in general, whether that be on social media or in our multitude of campaign speeches. um, We really wanted to make sure that, you know, we were focusing on making sure students knew exactly what we were going to do that we felt was realistic to get accomplished.
0: Okay, so back in on mental health services. How does your approach to this issue differ from the other two campaigns? Well, I think the it's the same as, you
2: know, the previous issues we've talked about. I think it's all about substance. I think our platform video held a lot more substance when it came to mental health awareness. I know Scott talked a lot about um, how it affects him personally, and then he brought up, you know, that there's early warning signs and stuff like that. But they never really went into what they want to do to actually change it. Our... Our team and zach and i specifically have been very active with mental health awareness and counseling services on campus zach was actually the only uh representative that was not part of the administration in in a meeting with the with counseling services last semester and he was the author and sole sponsor of a resolution that was passed last semester that you hear both candidates praise uh repeatedly. That was actually a resolution bill that was written by Zach and passed through WSGA that advocated for the expansion of resources to counseling services. You know, we go into what we have now, what we really think we need to do, and what how many people we think we need. Um, as we've said, as I've said multiple times, we have two full-time counselors right now, one part-time director running counseling services. Um, a study I found says that most universities our size typically have about a minimum of five full-time counselors, so we are understaffed. On top of that, we only have two rooms for them to meet with students currently, so there can only be two meetings going on at a time, and that's uh, that. obviously doesn't work when you have more serious issues that can take hours of communication at a time. Right. So really what we're trying to do is make sure that not only do we get more people on the staff of counseling services, but also to expand the amount of room that they have available to communicate with students.
0: Alrighty now, campus involvement. Like the last couple questions, guys, how does your approach to it differ from the other two campaigns? Well,
1: um, campus involvement, one, is a very broad subject um, that could mean a lot of things, um, and I think that, you know, we kind of try and touch on that when I talk a- with, about diversity. We also talk about inclusion, um, but it goes deeper than that. When you talk about involvement, um, you know, we've talked to people on athletic teams, but also in, in the fine arts, we've talked to... Um, band members and hopefully that we're actually going to be talking to the band Um, but we want to make sure that you know not just athletics are being advertised but also our you know our fine arts concerts our theater productions uh, so on and so forth Um, but as far as involvement goes um, we heard a lot about um, incentivizing attending events um, and one idea that the simmons Wine Coffee Administration would have, um, they talked about, first, uh, buddy passes, um, and how I understood that was um, any student could have a pass or so many passes a year or a semester that would allow maybe a non-Washburn, uh, whether they be students of other schools or outside community members, to participate in events, um, not only just athletic events, but um, they mentioned gambling night uh, at the beginning of the year. Um, Casino night, right? Casino night, yeah. 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 Not gambling night. That's different. Um, (laughs) But um, although we think that it's good to have these kind of ideas, we also want to make sure that everything that we're talking about is realistic, that something that we know that we can get done in our administration. And we feel that, um, at least we feel that it would be a little unfair to have these buddy passes that, you know, we as students pay an activity fee every year, um, and it's no small amount. Um, It's about $55 a semester, so that way we can pay for some of the resources we have on campus. Um, And if we're inviting other people to come participate in events outside of athletic events or public events that we might have, you know, out here on our open campus, like events that we might have on the lawn, um, then we're just kind of, I would say letting people take advantage of you know the reason we have our activity fee the funding that the yeah, students already
0: put into them. absolutely and a lot of the
1: times you know some of those events are are funded in partially uh, by WSGA and and of course WSGA gets its funding from the school and from the student activity fee so it's kind of um, if an administration were to say they were advocating for free passes um, you're kind of taking away money that you know you're earning I mean, it's not really getting any return on it. Uh, but also they talked about how they would incentivize uh, concession stand nights where the first 35 people could get uh, up to $10 gift certificates from WSJ, from Topeka businesses. Um, and we assume that they are talking about all 14 athletic teams that we have, which would be about $300, $350 um, each game um, for 14 different athletic events each year, um, and that would all come out of, we assume, the WSGA funding. Um, we're not really sure how that would work with our current budget, and we'd like to hear more about that. Uh, of course, we're not going to assume anything, um, but definitely we want to hear more
2: about that. Yeah, and then going into, you know, Toothaker and Ariaga's platform video and what they have on campus involvement, a big program that they uh, proposed was having student organizations before they are allowed to receive funding, having their members being required to go to a set number of events on campus. Zach and I being a part of the allocations committee on WSGA right now, we realize that that would be nearly impossible to actually mandate, to have students uh, register at every single event what they're going to and what they're not. Um, And on top of that, we realize that it's not every student organization's main focus to go to other organizations' events. That's We have over 150 different programs and organizations on campus, and the focus for them may not be to, to go to other organizations' events. While we do encourage that, um, it should not be required or mandated in, in any such way.
1: Yeah, Our main policy position on, on involvement is making sure that WSGA is working together closely with All teams, all athletic teams, all the fine arts programs, um, and any organization that holds any event, we want to make sure that you know they are comfortable contacting us, and we will, you know, as servants of the students here, use our full marketing capabilities and advertising to make sure that these events aren't just you know put in their own newsletters or kind of spread by word of mouth. We want to make sure that you know we have the resources to market, and we want to use them to best um, educate, inform and make sure that everyone knows about the events, not just WSJ events on campus.
0: All righty. Well guys, very informative answers on all of the issues that we've addressed in the platform videos. Thank you for all of those. But before we end today's podcast, I wanna flip the coin for a second. What's one thing that you applaud the other campaigns for doing?
1: Okay, um, I'll start out on this one. Um, I guess I'll start out with the Toothaker and Arriaga campaign. Um, you know, as all four of us being senators, uh, we've had a pretty good working relationship. And I really applaud them for having the confidence to, you know, as freshmen, it's not something that a lot of people do, but as freshmen run for student body president. Um, I did the same thing in my high school. Um, and, you know, it, it took a lot. Um, of course, it's a lot different here at Washburn, but um, I really applaud them for their confidence and for their leadership abilities um, because I know that they are involved on campus. Um, and so, you know, whoever wins, I, I really think that we can have a really good working relationship. Um, and then as far as the um, Simmons and Weinkoff uh, campaign, um, I think that, you know, they have both had experience and some leadership um, positions on campus and in organizations, I think that they go into it, you know, everyone has their own uh, point of view, and I think that that's really something that we can all take advantage of, especially... The marketplace of ideas, of course. absolutely. Um, And so I think that some of the ideas they've brought forth, um, you know, are, you know, we're all willing to listen to, um, and of course, we'll hear more about them at the debate as well, so looking forward to that.
0: All righty. All righty. And last question, of course, I promise, guys. (laughs) in the future, regardless of the results of the election, what do you think is the most important issue that you and the other campaigns could work together on?
1: Well, um, I'll start out. Our biggest platform point um, above all others, um, and this kind of turns into an all-encompassing one, is, you know, of course, our campaign slogan, Communication, Cooperation, and Coordination. We want to make sure that we have an open office with open minds. We want to make sure that everyone every student organization every faculty staff and administration we want to make sure that everyone comes into the wsg office and can give us their feedback comments questions concerns ideas and that'll all be met with enthusiasm open minds and we'll work with it uh, or work through it together um, whether it be an issue whether it be you know a suggestion
2: and we want to make sure
1: that you know we're really getting out there connecting with students and making sure that we have the greatest campus out there
2: um, I would just say for all of the campaign teams that, regardless of the outcome, I think that everyone should be involved on WSJ in one way or another. I think it's important that all the teams bring uh, a different perspective to it, and having that represented on WSJ, whether it be in the administration or on the Senate, is in value. Much. Gotcha.
0: All righty, guys. Well, Zach, Jim, it's great to have you here tonight for thank tonight's you very podcast. Much. And, uh, of course, thank you to the listeners for tuning in and hearing what Zach and Jim had to say tonight. This has been Mark Fearborn with the Washburn Review. Make sure you tune in to all of the podcasts discussing all of the campaigns and as they address the other campaigns platform videos. We'll be back here again with you shortly uh, here on the podcast. Thank you for listening.